But the thing is, anything low vibration that is hanging around in your energy, if it's ready to come up and it's ready to be transmuted and dealt with and brought into the light again, it needs to happen. And this is a really powerful time to do that. Welcome to Follow Your Flow, a spiritual podcast. It's time to tune out the noise and reconnect to your intuition, to connect to your inner magic. If you're ready to find your path and to create an energetically aligned life, then join me, Hannah Kenefick, for this week's episode of the Follow Your Flow, a spiritual podcast. I'll see you there. Hello my love and welcome back to Follow Your Flow, a spiritual podcast, a space where you get to activate your own inner magic through the power of conscious conversation. If we've never had the chance to connect before, my name's Hannah Kenefick and all I ask when you enter this space is that you do so with an open heart, an open mind and a willingness to receive any messages that might be waiting for you within this transmission. And on the other side of that, and I say this every time, if what I'm saying doesn't resonate, that is completely okay too. Take what feels aligned for you and leave the rest. This is your journey as well. I only just come at this from my own personal place of understanding. And as I evolve and grow, I'm sure this is go my understanding is going to evolve and grow as well. So we are officially in... Christmas week if you celebrate Christmas if you're a parent that celebrates Christmas I imagine just like me your household is absolute freaking mania <laughs> there's just excitement absolutely everywhere so much so we've been that busy that I actually forgot that I needed to have a podcast episode out today so I'm recording this on the day that it's actually coming out which works out beautifully because we are on the eve of the winter solstice and the winter solstice is something I'm really looking forward to celebrating this year. I don't always get excited about the winter solstice, I don't know why but this year feels really really poignant, feels really really important important um especially since the last full moon of this year that we had a couple of two weeks ago i think it was um i never really got that chance to sit down and do the releasing ceremony that i would usually do during that time so i'm definitely going to be embracing the opportunity that the winter solstice is presenting right now and it represents and presents many opportunities not just releasing it's also a time of celebration and I guess what I should really do is just give a, a quick explanation of what the winter solstice actually is so that there's a little bit of context around this conversation and the topics that are going to follow so you may or may not be familiar with the wheel of the year if you're not familiar with the wheel of the year there will be a link below in the show notes to a blog post that i wrote last year explaining what the wheel of the year is um and the the festivals the sabbaths the celebrations that 
many of us honour throughout the year cycle. Um, but basically, there are two solstices a year. There's the summer solstice and there's the winter solstice. And when you experience the winter or the summer solstice completely depends on which hemisphere you're on. So because I myself in Ireland, I'm on the northern hemisphere, I experience the winter solstice during my winter time, the winter time of my country. Whereas right now, the southern hemisphere will be preparing for the summer solstice. And then in a few months time, that will flip over and we will celebrate the summer solstice and the southern hemisphere will celebrate the winter solstice um so simplest way put the winter solstice is basically the shortest day of the year it is the day with the least light and the most darkness winter has officially begun and so has the final season of the year the final season of the cycle. So even though you know it represents darkness and endings, it's also a time of celebration because once we hit the peak of winter, the light starts to return. The light starts to come back. Our days over the next few months will gradually get brighter and brighter and brighter until we see the return of spring. So symbolically, the winter solstice represents a lot of things because in order to get to the light, you have to have an experience and move through darkness. And the winter solstice is the perfect time to sit in that feminine energy of darkness to go within and really connect to the shadow elements of yourself. It's the perfect time to review and reflect on everything that you've achieved, everything that you've learned and everything that you want to bring into the light going forward. What do you want to bring with you on the next cycle, on that next turn of the wheel. It's a beautiful, beautiful time because you can really sow seeds here. People tend to think that by sitting in shadow and by sitting in darkness that you're going into this really, really low vibrational place. But the thing is, anything low vibration that is hanging around in your energy, if it's ready to come up, and it's ready to be transmuted and dealt with and brought into the light again, it needs to happen. And this is a really powerful time to do that, especially if you're noticing cycles where um, certain patterns or wounds are repeatedly coming up in some way, shape or form. And that was something else that I kind of wanted to talk about um, during this podcast is the power of silical healing. Um as you know, healing isn't linear. The amount of times that I have sat with my shadows because something has come up and I've transmuted that shadow and I felt confident and healed and aligned and at peace with where I am at only to go forward and then maybe a year or two later 
those shadows that I thought I had transmuted resurface, but they resurface in a different way. There's almost a new a new opportunity, a new lesson attached to that same wound because obviously there was something in that wound that still needed to be dealt with but I wasn't ready at that time um, and that's what I love about solstices and the wheel of the year and things like that is because it provides us with opportunities to really work with what is coming up because healing is cyclical. And there tends to be this belief that once you've dealt with it, you've dealt with it and you'll never have to deal with it again. It's not. It's really not. If things are surfacing in your life over and over, if there's a pattern to that thing, that, that area of your life that's surfacing, there's a reason behind that. And it's usually because you're ready to go deeper into that wound. Safely and sensibly, of course, not just kicking the hornet's nest and dragging yourself or trying to re accidentally re-traumatising yourself just because. But if certain things are showing up in your life at certain times, again, especially when you've already believed that you've put those things to rest, it's usually because you're ready to peel back another layer. So healing is like an onion. You peel back a layer and you heal it and then you go forward and on in your life and then you have to, something else comes up, that wound resurfaces and you have to peel back another layer and then you might go another couple of years maybe and you have to peel back another layer and that's because healing comes in stages, it isn't linear and it drives me mad when people are like, well, you know, it happened so long ago and you shouldn't have to deal with it anymore, put it to bed now. If it's coming up and it's coming up repeatedly, it needs to be healed or something about that situation needs to be healed that hasn't been addressed yet. And in no way, shape or form, should you ever feel that just because something has resurfaced when you thought you had dealt with it completely, that you are failing in any way. Because I promise you, you haven't and you are not failing or going backwards. Sometimes we just need to re-immerse ourselves into the energy so that we can peel back that layer. It might not feel it at the time. It might feel hard, it might feel painful. But when you go into that situation, you go into it with a new set of tools that you didn't have the first time you started peeling back the layer of this situation. And you might peel back this layer and it be the final layer and you never have to deal with it again. Or you might have to deal with several layers intermittently throughout your life. But every time you do, you come out the other side of that darkness wiser and lighter than before and you're doing the best you can you're doing beautifully 2021 and even halfway into 2022 there was a lot of onion peeling for me that I wasn't expecting I had to redeal with situations that I thought I had put to bed a long, long time ago. 
and for a short while, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I found myself back in a space that I never thought I would ever go back to. But then, as I was dealing with the situation, I started to recognise that actually I wasn't dealing with it the same way that I did before. Yes, the wounds were still there. Yes, it still hurt. But I had a new awareness of myself that I didn't have the first time the situation surfaced. I had tools that I didn't have the first time this situation surfaced. And I knew myself deeper than I did the first time the situation surfaced. I could hear my own voice through the emotion and the pain. And I was able to be graceful and compassionate with myself so that I could listen to what that shadow aspect was telling me. And now, as we're starting the journey from the winter solstice onwards towards the end of 2022, I know for me, I'm going to be spending the next week or two tying up those loose ends, snipping away the things that I know I can now put to bed and sowing the seeds for what I want to bring into the light, what I want to plant for myself in 2023. And there's many different ways you can do that. I'm personally going to write myself a letter on the winter solstice. Oh, I'm gonna write myself two letters. One is going to be about everything I've learned, everything I'm grateful for, and what I no longer need to carry in my energy. And I'm going to burn that letter, and then I'm going to scatter the ashes. And then I'm gonna write a second letter, and that second letter I'm going to write about all the things I am excited about for the future all the things I've transmuted and how I'm going to action that transmutation, what seeds I'm going to sow and which aspects of myself I'm going to bring into light that never had the opportunity before because they were stuck in the shadow. And then I am going to fold that letter and I'm gonna put it into a Reiki box and on the next winter solstice, I am going to open that letter and I am going to see how much of that manifested and what lessons were learned. And this is going to be a yearly ritual for me. If you feel called to do it too, then we can all do it together. That'd be really, really fun. That'd be really, really cool. Um, I'd love to hear about your own journey with cyclical healing and how you found each cycle. Did it get easier? Did it get harder? Sometimes it's just nice to have that support system around you as you move through each layer as well. So sometimes working with the solstices, working with the Sabbaths and the Wheel of the Year can really keep you accountable to your own self-reflection and your own healing. 
It can give you a foundation and a framework to sit with yourself when needed. Because I know before I had these tools, before I followed these cycles, I was literally just wandering around aimlessly and I didn't know how to work with myself or when to work with myself. And I use the Wheel of the Year as points of reference. Now you can celebrate yourself any time of the year. There's no set rules. But following the Wheel of the Year for me really allowed time and investment in my own well-being to become a priority, to be honest. The wheel of the year, the winter solstice, the summer solstice, the harvests, the midway points, they allow, they create checkpoints to keep you accountable to your own well-being and that's why I love working with the wheel so much and the energy that each of these Sabbaths create. It creates a foundation to follow that might not have been there otherwise. So I hope that whatever messages you're meant to receive through this transmission have been received and that this episode has been helpful, healing, informative. Don't mind the dog trying to butt in the way. She's been barking all day. Um, I hope that you've received from this what you needed to. If you've never thought about the Wheel of the Year before and how you can use it as reference points to your own healing, I hope maybe that's kind of planted a few seeds on how you can utilise the energy of each of the Sabbaths through the year to help you on your own spiritual journey. I know it wasn't the deepest explanation um, around the different ways that you can experience the solstices but there are a lot of resources out there that go into the folklore and the history of each celebration and how different countries and cultures would um really utilize the energy of the seasons for their own well-being and the well-being of all as always, um, if you found this episode useful, please share it out to people who you think will benefit from it. If you're whatever platform you're listening on, if you'd be able to give it a rating or a review, that would be so much appreciated. It helps it become seen more and that way the people who need it will be able to access the messages that are being brought forward. As always at this busy time of year, take care of yourself. I look forward to connecting to you again. But until then, be safe, be well, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.